Deuces. Deuces. Deuces, bud. Have a good day. Hello, spare rooms in your apartment that are full of clothes that you look at every time you do a podcast and have yet to do anything about it. Welcome to sports. That's a common term of endearment. Uh, this is the podcast that ends with a question mark, but it starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. And this is today's question. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Trippy Red. My question is, would you rather eat decent food for the rest of your life, but there's never a line, or eat really good food for the rest of your life, but there's always at least an hour and a half wait? I have no answer myself. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Steven from El Paso. Okay. I loved everything mm. about that voicemail. <laughs> My favorite is uh, that he ended it with his name, Steven El Paso. Just It's Steven in El Paso. Uh, also, love you, mean it, of course, Steven. Um, and then Trippy Red? Trippy, triple Red? Triple Red? I triple don't know. Trip- I don't know about that. <laughs> triple Threat. Yeah, one day I'm going to get a microphone. One day I'm going to give you a fun fact about myself. And I'm from Ohio. That's a triple threat. Um, okay, so the question was, if you couldn't hear it, would you rather eat decent food for the rest of your life, but there's and there's never a line, or you eat really good food, which I'm gonna just say is like the best food, right? Otherwise, this yeah. isn't really a question. The best food for the rest of your life, but there's always at least an hour and a half, an hour and a half wait. At least an hour mm. and a half. Uh, and then, oh wait, the other thing I loved about the question is he said he has no answer himself because <laughs> it's exactly what we asked for. Don't Sam it. So really well done, Stephen El Paso. I, this is to, I think um, decent food, never a line is is my first instinct, and I'll probably think through that eight times while you answer and change my mind. But uh, that's where I'm at at first because I don't think I eat. I don't think my palate <laughs> is as refined. I don't think you can pick the second part of this question if you're a person who's always late to everything mm. uh, and a person who eats blue box mac and cheese and still enjoys it genuinely, not in a nostalgic way. So like, I don't think it's worth the hour and a half wait in addition to the hour of me getting there late uh, mm. to that. It's just doesn't, it's not going to work for me. I think I want there to be no line and it, the food is good. He didn't yeah. say bad. Right. He's a decent. Yeah. So I, uh, I have questions. <laughs> All right. Is this? I'm assuming that my assumption is that this only applies if you're going somewhere to eat, so like a restaurant or like a food truck scenario, not like at your house, right? Yeah, that's. Like I'm, I'm not um, waiting an hour and a half to ma- eat my own breakfast. <coughs> Wait a sec. <coughs> Sorry, I choked on the truth. You spit there. <laughs> um, if that's the case, it changes the question entirely. If the question is every time you go out to eat, you have to wait an hour and a half, but the food is incredible, then I would pick that. Right. But if I, but for a person who doesn't cook for themselves, I do order food from restaurants for dinner and I mean for lunch and for breakfast sometimes. Is that bad? I don't care anymore. <laughs> so like that's a thing for me. So if it's physically going to a restaurant, then that would change my answer. So, but it's so, and I know that I always overthink it and ask to me. Yeah, but if it's Go like, ahead, though. if it's like, okay, I want breakfast, and I can say starting timer now from an hour and a half from now, and then I get the best breakfast. But I can go do whatever I want for that hour and a half, like in my home. No, no, no. So if I want to eat, I just have to sit. Have to sit there, wait, sit there, and maybe and talk to an old lady who's also waiting. I'm That's not it. doing. I'm not doing that for every meal. I'm not like, because then then that's, hold on, good math, four and a half hours of your day that's just waiting. Okay. So I guess it has to be go out for food. But then the follow-up question is, does that apply to delivery? Steven? If I go out, do I get an appetizer while I wait for that? Can I get like a No, what the hell? And what, Travis, have you ever been outside? I know it's been a while, bud, but like that's never happened. They've never been like, sorry, it's an hour wait. Would you like a blooming onion? It's, that's not. Well, am I waiting outside or do I have a, a table where I'm sitting at? You're, you're either stand, have you ever waited at a restaurant? You're doing that. It changes. What? It varies. Sometimes you sit. Sometimes you're standing. Sometimes you g- can grab a seat at the bar, and then st- or your girlfriend can. Then you stand behind her and you let her sit because that's the right thing to do. 
I hate waiting at restaurants and I hate waiting at bars. I think, I think the answer to the question for me is I, if I'm honest with myself still has to be because we don't know the question mark about delivery. I think I still have to go with no weight, decent food because I'm the person when we go to a fancy restaurant, like whenever, when we went to Toronto for the, um, for the, for the thing we did for always late Mm -hmm. and they all wanted to go to a nice restaurant like Jay had like picked it and was like, I'm so excited. We're going to go to dinner here. And I'm grateful to that person. Cause I never want to have to do the Googling. Cause I'll just go into a Google spiral and I'll never pick a restaurant. It's like that scene about tacos on um, master and none. I am going off in way too many tangents. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Jay picked this restaurant was so thrilled and we were sitting there and it was like a wait. And then we kept watching big parties get seated before us. And I was like, next time another party goes in and sits down and we're sitting here, we're going to get a different dinner. And it had probably been like an hour. Like I'll mm. bail on really good food because I don't – I too ADD. I can't just sit there and mm. wait. I feel like – With a kid too, I feel like that introduces a lot of like, oh, that would suck. Waiting yeah, with a kid I wouldn't. Would I would not take my kid to eat really good food, period. But also like certainly Maybe. not if there's a wait. Um, but I think there are certain things that are – like when they're good, the good version of them is like really good and it's worth the extra stuff. And food, like really good food, whatever that means to you, it doesn't have to be like a refined palate thing. It's just like really good food. I would wait an hour and a half for. What food I th- would you wait for? The, it, all? Oh, that's also a good question of like, does this mean I can't ever have a really good potato skin? Like if I I'm guess. going to get garbagey food, is it, it, who defines? Man, we overthink everything. <laughs> it's going to be so weird in a couple months if we keep doing questions where me and myself or whoever's here just answers it, and then I'm like, okay, if you want to, <laughs> like, there's not going to be any overthinking of it. Uh, so the answer to your question, Stephen, is I have no yeah. answer myself. Yes, <laughs> I'd wait for it. I'd wait for it as long as that doesn't mean when I'm at like when I'm at home, I can't be doing anything else while I'm waiting for it. Because I'll wake up and back time it. Like I have to take a medicine and then I can't eat for an hour after I take that Put medicine. It right into her own life. She's already you know like, I mean? you know, and Austin around seven is gonna you're like putting so it in the I can be already. an hour and a half from now, whatever the thing I magic but I keep hitting my wrist, like I have a, a watch timer. <laughs> like okay. <laughs> One and a half hours from now, I get to eat a really delicious dinner. But if it's like, no, you just have to sit at a counter and wait, like I'm not doing that. Okay. (laughs) And that's our answer. If you've got a question that we're going to talk about and discuss the world in which it lives, and then maybe even (laughs) inch closer and closer towards answering it, but probably not do so, you can always... (laughs) Leave <laughs> voicemail. I'm sorry. Uh, was, I think something went wrong over there. Let's try that uh, one more time. Just for, leave a voicemail. That you one can was do really saliva. You can do that in the that phone number. Saliva. The phone number is 860-506-5571. Hi Ash. Hey girl. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? you? Oh, so good. Yeah. So I was leaning away from my microphone. I'm so good. <laughs> I have to clean this room. I started to do my laundry. Uh, it's crazy because I wear the same thing for like five days in a row because I forget when the days change Mm -hmm. and yet still I have a mountain of laundry. Like that's how long it's been since I've done it. I've amassed a mountain. And so, uh, I've started chipping away at that before today's podcast. It's always bad when I have time to do stuff before, because then now that's where my brain is. My brain is in cleaning and now everywhere I look, I'm like, ew, it's a mess. I know you don't have that, but I'm sure no, no, someone no. out when there you, finds that relatable. The no. moment you notice it, and then you go, oh, "What?" It's like you get like the hot hand, like you get like focused, and you're like, "I'm doing yeah. this project now," yeah. and I you got to you got to take that momentum. I, and, like, I got out of it. bed, and like my foot touched, du- like the floor was slippery. It was like dust slash myrtle hair, and I was like, "Okay, we this goes today. Yeah, get this out time. of here. Get this mm-hmm. out of my life." Uh, so it, but the other thing is I let that build so high, like my line is so much further than most people's that now this is going to be a week long project. Like I'm going to have to go to bed and pick it up again in the morning, which sucks. I need to, I just, but then this is also the thing that I've always said, I can finally get someone to help me. I can pay someone to help me clean my house. Let me just clean it once first. And I think we're at the beginning of the clean it once first. So this is me giving you permission to begin nagging again. Thank gosh. 
I've been doing a really good job not nagging. I know. Like, I really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but And so this is accountability, folks. Take a look at it. Take a gander. Speaking of take a look at it, is something wrong with my eye. That's a little puffy and it's, mostly I, not open. I don't know what it is, um, but it just – last night I was playing video games, which, Ash, reminded me to give you a video game update. Great. Um, I, uh, and then all of a sudden I kept – my vision kept being blurry, so I thought that I had to wipe my glasses off. But then I was like, no, it's my eye. There's like – Bugs. I got- I'm, I'm, I'm sure rubbing your eye every five seconds. It doesn't help, Travis, but it feels good. So why don't you let me have this one thing? Do okay? you have eye drops? Do you have like Visine? I'm sure. I mean, in this house, yes. We that absolutely. Would, that would I really think we help. Have some I think. Yeah, Dan makes me buy eye drops every time I go to CVS. So yes, I we have eye drops. Tra- I would- Seriously, I would stop down the pot and go do it. It'll take two seconds and it'll make a big difference. No, I like can't. there might be a dust particle in there. No, it's or okay. like a I'll piece of after, myrtle hair. Ashley, stop, stop nagging. I told you, you could nag can about nag. the other thing, and then I was like, and also my eye. I no, should have said we should have had the cage door close, Aww. and we let you know that the window is now closed and back to our reg- regularly scheduled. Maybe shower today could help too. Well, wow. Travis, you know that what? Maybe you shut Travis. your mouth. Maybe shutting your mouth today would help. Okay, because <laughs> well, let's just leave people alone. All if, it help, if it helps you feel better, I was wondering if I wore this shirt when we taped the other day, and I was like, oh, screw it, I'll just stay with it, and if they call me out, it's whatever. So, If you're in quarantine, if you're a woman in quarantine, I'm either about to connect with you, or I'm about to make you never listen to this podcast again. But if you can figure out, if the way you figure out how long it's been since you showered is you look at your armpit, shout out to you, I am also you. <laughs> Because that's something I'm not skipping in the shower. Like those always mm. are getting shit. My legs, I'm an insane barbarian. Like I, it's those are just those can't help me take to tell time. But if you're doing <laughs> one of these, giving a little look, and you're like, it has been some time, uh, then shout out to you. We're gonna get through it. And if you aren't, me neither. That person sounds gross. Um, okay. Uh, video game. Should I tell you about my video game life? Please do. I can. Uh, I'm letting you know. I brought a lot for friendly banter, so as to not have you need to bring anything if you mm. didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. If you have things to say, tell me to shut up. I think I. I know. I would one. I want to hear about your video game. I know you can't wait. I'm so excited. You're I so also. Thrilled. I think I'm. I'm gonna just start like lobbing out some like business ideas for you. Let's hear them. Okay. So here's my, here's here's the one for today. Okay. Well, Travis and I had one for you as well. But you oh. tell yours first and then we'll say what we think. Is this like Ashley future we'll call this future Ashley Brayband. Yeah, sure. Or like side hustle. Okay. We'll, well okay. we don't like side hustles. You should just make it your hustle, but I'm okay, go ahead. I don't know if this one's going to be profitable enough. So it's called My Kid Says Your Name. Okay, you I'm in me I'm, a dollar okay. and I take a recording of my kid yep. saying your name. Whoa. And that that's it. That's all it has to be. Yeah. So I think here's the problem with it though, for that to make one, I am obviously angel, in, angel investors taking care uh taking up a lot of my son's time. Well and the revenue split's not gonna be great. You know, for him. If, to make a hundred dollars, I'd have to do that a hundred times, and that's a lot of work for not a lot of money. But Wait, I don't think people would pay more than a dollar for it. You know, I, I, I would pay two dollars, and if he steps his game up and can do it in one take, then well, I think that's the beauty off. of it. It's a toddler, so if he if they mess it up, it's cute and endearing. That's you know so what else? You, it's only one take. You know what else is worth considering? Oh, Steve just opened the door and was like, "Huh? Is he going to do This is this is a joke." We're talking yeah. about video games. Oh hey, we're talking about video games. We're talking about video games. I, I heard you pitching the idea of exposing our child. <laughs> Ex- exposing, exposing is the word. Right exposing, I don't think you heard it right. Yeah, it is. I don't think you heard it right. <laughs> Katie said, I don't think you heard it right. Okay. What's the What's the word that he's looking for? That it's, oh, it's, does it um, start with it's, an uh, e? it's exploiting. 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 That's the one. That's what I said. No, that's God, this is we, just like we the different. We could give him a like cameo account. All right. Can we stop? Ooh. Look, Ashley's not trying. Making your son a cameo account would be exploiting your child. Okay. Ashley's trying to start a business. Ashley's making the um. Who was the guy who went on Shark Tank that was like, "Let me draw you a dog" or whatever it was. That's what Ashley's doing. People <laughs> love this kind of stuff. You know why? Because we miss each other and we just want stuff that feels personal and it feels like ours. And you know what else we're gonna want? We're gonna want 
something to be nostalgic about. We also want regularity in life. Please stay mm. with me here. So what <laughs> I would propose, what I would propose is that the service is actually that they pay you, and we'll talk about the money in one second. They pay you <laughs> uh, for Austin to say their name, and he does it every year. Every year he's going to oh, say wow. your name, and you get to hear this little boy, this wonderful soul, grow up over the phone. And you also get this thing where, like, if everything goes wrong for you, you still got something on the calendar to look forward to. Austin's going to say your name. Sure, mm. he's 31 and works in an investment <laughs> firm now, but he's going to say your name. He's going to take time out of his day. Maybe Austin gets super famous mm-hmm. because Steve exploits him in some other way that he finds more <laughs> profitable. Then this this famous celebrity, it's an investment you're making in your future. And here's yeah. here's how the investment works. You pay how old Austin is, I'm realizing now that you wouldn't pay once he got to 20. Well, also, I don't think I could make him do it after 18 since, you know, he's well, not really going to Then those anymore. actually line up pretty well. And it looks like <laughs> we'll just bank on our entire consumer base tailoring off and we've got a revenue stream of in, infinitely. It just keeps growing exponentially and not really, but, but every year. <laughs> By one, it grows exponentially plus one. That's how exponents work. You just break plus one, but it's really small at the top of the number. Uh, and so every year, like this year, you can charge $2 or pretty it's soon three. $4. There you go. And yeah. You have another kid. I missed a year there because I missed the birthday Travis, party. That's the second time you said that. You don't need to push that on me, dude. I'm unemployed. Okay. <laughs> Travis, really, I'm. We're, this is to distract. I don't know if you're picking up what's being put down here, but we're not actually launching a smurfing business. Um, my point, my our pitch to you was that you should start a t-shirt company, but I like your idea a lot better, and I really think we can get the ball rolling on this. Okay, okay, I'll think about it. Maybe I'll do a pilot. Okay, if people. Are oh, I love this. You know? How does that work? So, just want? Do you want me to just give you a dollar? Well, I think we decided it was three dollars, but yeah, you can what? Venmo me. It's at Ashley Braben. Send me, send me a Venmo. Well, and- if we decided it was three dollars, that means you took my IP, which means that I own fifty percent of this company. So you and- I'll just no. send you. I'll send you two dollars, and I'll send myself four guys. I'm really good at finances. I can't wait till Austin does my investment banking. Uh, video game update. Yep. Over Zoom, which means we're not synced up at all, and we'll probably murder in the ears of our listeners. But welcome to the video game update. So, Call of Duty released a new game. Some of us yelled too soon, not ready, but others, I guess, just love it. I don't know if I've already gone into this boringness on the podcast for you, Ashley, but this might be the stuff you actually find interesting. Call of Duty has two, maybe even three. I don't fully understand it, so don't yell at me. But they have these two studios that do the games, and each one does the next one. So it's like a studio work on a game and develop it and make it better for a really long time, and not have to like rush to get out a new Call of Duty game. So they alternate between studios. So they they feel diff- like the next game feels different than the last one, always. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way the new one feels. Mm. The multiplayer, which is the like version I play the most, it's you versus everybody else on the map, but you're in randomly assigned teams. It's too hard to see. There's something wrong with the aim assist. It's very annoying. And I, I actually, I hate it. Like I've tried oh. to play it and I'm like, I don't, like it and it it, usually that is like a learning curve that then you start to get the hang of it and I just kept dying so much every game and never killing anyone and it was just like this isn't fun why am I doing this so I was still playing the old game having having paid $69.99 for the game I just told you I hated um which I mean I know somebody out there will be like you have money who cares but it's still I'm still in my heart a person who's like I'm not spending that if it's not worth it so that's still mm-hmm. a bummer. Uh, but then somebody was like you should play zombies and I was like I don't know what it is and I found out what it is and I love it. Wait, so there's a zombies version of of this Call of Duty. like in the game you can play a different instead of multiplayer you can play zombies and which is we- you what sorry I think you may have. Did we talk about this? No, there was zombie. There was war zone zombies. That's different. Oh, that wow. Was People limited. really like zombies. Huh? Yeah, it, well, I think it's for me. The thing about this one that I like is that it's like you and three other people, which is exactly usually my group of people that I play with, uh, against a computer 
generation like horde of zombies. Oh, that's fun. So instead of being like you against like a 12 year old who you have to mute his comms because you don't want to hear the things he's going to call you, mm-hmm. it's you versus a dumb it's you versus him, but a computer, a smart, dumb person instead of a dumb person who thinks they're smart. Oh, that's, that's an important distinction. Right. And so um, it's really fun and I'm getting kind of good at it. And so I'm happy because I didn't waste sixty nine ninety nine. Well, I did. I bought a video game, but I'm of a different mindset. I, I find them to be very intellectually stimulating. I think they're good for you. Minus so what, Do Travis, you- what did you say to me? Minus your eye. It's not good for your eye. Well, who needs eyes? Bodies are are stupid and they have an expiration date. I think what's everyone's goal is to eventually upload our consciousness into computers. What were you saying, Ashley? God. Do you think that playing zombies is going to help you get the hang of the site stuff? So that's the hope, I guess. I'm like, maybe I won't hate this so much because you have to use the same weapons. And so I'm like, maybe I'll figure out the thing that sucks. Um, but I, I've also found that they don't, it doesn't really translate as well. Zombies is also like, they give you a bad gun and then you can upgrade it certain ways. So then what it, that one wouldn't happen. Probably not, but we'll see is my answer without going into too many details. (laughs) All Uh, right. That's very exciting. Yeah, sure. So you didn't waste your money. So much for pretending you're very, very good at it. And I will also miss that. I I love that you think I'm pretending to care about something that's important to you. Yeah, but it's stupid important. So there's a bunch of stuff that's stupid important to me. And you care about that. Except milk. You don't care about milk. Adult novels. No, you listened to me the time I was talking about the takeaway from it. And you're like, should I read that? And I was like, no. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was like, I'm great. I'm going to go read it. And you're like, please don't. Don't, don't do that. Don't nope, do that. Nope, nope, don't, nope, you're going to hate that. But I can tell you about it. I'm also, it's a great quote. Uh, I'm also in season four of Halt and Catch Fire, which oh. and this podcast is now a Halt and Catch Fire stand podcast um, because I love it so much. And I realized Mina texted me at the beginning of me watching it and said, who are you? I think I might have said this already. She was like, which character do you relate to the most? And I was like, I'm not ready to answer this yet. Hmm. And then like halfway through season three, or maybe the beginning of season three, I was like, oh, it was halfway through season two. I was like, oh, uh, I'm Cameron and Ashley is Donna. And that is incredibly obvious to me now. Um, So then it got really emotional for me. And then uh, in season four, I texted you. I was like, hey, just so you know, the metaphor doesn't really hold up in season four. So like, don't. And you're like, I've watched one episode. I'm only one episode in. Okay, well, just letting you know, I don't want you to get to season four and like harbor some resentment for me because you think that I see you a certain way. Anyway, that show's really good. (laughs) If you haven't seen it and you're looking for a show because you're probably going to be locked down again soon it's a really good one it's uh again if you yeah i know i haven't left but i've learned that i keep saying that and people are like it's insane that you haven't left and i'm like okay like dan the other day said we're gonna get locked down again and i was like okay oh no oh shoot oh what will i do (laughs) the same thing so uh um yeah you should watch that show halt and catch fire it was originally on amc you can find it on netflix now and if you like shows about people it's about computers, but it's about people, and it's fascinating. It's super fascinating, and I really love it. There's parts of it that I'm like, eh, that wasn't the choice I would have made, but I love it. And it's only four seasons. I said that already. Please go watch it. They pay me to say this. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, um, Mental health update? Oh, um, why don't you go? Because I've been talking. Um, I actually found – taping the podcast early this week to be a very cathartic experience. Uh, it's probably why people go to therapists, but like having to work through and then speak about your feelings helps. Um, and then when you see people react who are like, Hey, I had a similar thing happen. Like, thanks for saying that. It also really helps. So I feel, I, I feel like a, a weight has been lifted off of my shoulders oh, good. in a way, which is, which is really nice. You know, there's still, a lot of stuff going on. I still got the shakes, but that part is good. And I'm grateful for that. That is amazing. And yeah, I'm I'm not to harp on it, but I just want to say like the clarity you had or arrived at in the last podcast was like remarkable that you're there already. Like that's uh, processing stuff is really hard and like you're supposed to get better at it as you get older, but you sometimes don't. And like that, your ability to see things that clearly that quick is is a huge asset. And uh, I think, I mean, really honestly, it's 
it's I have 2010 vision. We've talked about it at length, so right. I can see and things very good. Also <laughs> talked about the fact that bodies have an expiration date. So enjoy your 2010 vision, and me and my pink eye will be uploaded into the internet, living forever. Um, mental update, health update. Me uh, is fine. I'm cleaning, so that usually means I'm coming out of it and not still in it. Um. Uh, ooh, we just found out that maybe somebody in this house might have been in contact with somebody who got diagnosed with COVID-19. So we weren't thrilled about that for a few minutes. Um, and we are awaiting test results to see how much we have to freak out or if we have to go get um, who, a brain scrape test because maybe one of the we is afraid of it. Hmm? Did, did you both get tested? What's the deal? Uh, no, Dan got tested. Um, look, I'm, I wasn't going to talk about this here, but now that we're in it, I don't even actually think I care enough. I'm, I'm, um, I have a deathly fear of needles. I understand there are no needles. I'm just, let me finish. The deathly fear of needles that has been under, nobody's ever listened to me when I'm like, I'm not being a baby. It doesn't hurt. I'm something in my body. I have like a panic attack and I pass out. And since nobody ever listened to me, it kind of sort of spread and is now related to most medical procedures. Like I've passed out getting my blood drawn. I can't, I mean, not my blood drawn, my blood pressure taken, which is insane. It's a dumb thing to pass out from, but something happens in my body and I freak out and I think I have to protect myself. So I retreat inward and I pass out. So getting, hearing people describe the brain scrape I'm like, I know what's going to happen to me. I know that even just the second I feel pressure, I'm going to panic and I'm going to pass out. Long story to say, it's embarrassing, yes, but it is my reality. Uh, I'm I'm not getting that. I haven't left my house because I don't want to get that test. So like, so, that, what? Go ahead, Travis. There's, there's different kinds of tests though. You I know, get- but I, I've looked in, I've tried to look into, I talked I've to Ashley, had- I'm like, what do you Google to find the one that isn't a brain scrape? Like, what are the words it's they're calling it? CVS. That's a the, name of a pharmacy. Yeah, you go to the CVS drive-thru. I've done both of the Travis, I live in a city. I, A, don't have a car, and B, don't have a drive-thru at my CVS. No CVSs in Hoboken are doing COVID. I'm going to figure it out. But it was like, hey, we need to go get tested right now. We just found out this news. So it was like, Dan, go get tested. And then I will find a place I can get a test that I'm comfortable with. And we'll get your results. And I'm glad like, I'm not the only person to pass out from getting blood drawn. You do too? I've, I've Yeah. I haven't, like, it passed out. They busted out the ammonia. And then they, like, wheeled me in the back room and gave me orange juice and graham crackers to, like. See, that's because it's happened to you once. It's weirdly when it happens to you all the time. The only kind of bedside manner you get is you wake up to them going, what the hell? And you're like, I told you. I said, hey, I have a fear of needles and sometimes I pass out when I, when I get my, and they're like, Oh, you'll be fine. I'm like, okay, okay. You are the 50th person to say that to me. You're going to pick my body up off the floor soon. And then I wake up, you feel super heavy, you know, when you pass out. And then when you first wake up and you just feel like you're part of the floor and you couldn't possibly ever get up and you're like getting your vision back and it's sparkly. And they're like, what was that? Huh? And you're like, shut the <laughs> f- up. I I hate it. Um, but and anyway, I'm working on it. I've Googled some random man wrote like a thesis about it on the internet. And it's still, it's like the number one thing that comes up when you Google it for people like me who are like, thank you. Thank you. This is a real thing, but he's <laughs> not like a f- certified professional. So I can't like print it out and bring it with me, but I've read it all. Anyway. Hi, that's my mental health update. Uh, <laughs> I don't think there's anything else. No. How's, um, how's Myrtle's butt? Myrtle's butt. Uh, she had a solid poop today. <gasps> My girl. I know. So she's good for it. That means we've got about eight hours until the next bout of diarrhea. So we're going to live here and enjoy it. Um, she still doesn't like to eat her food, and but is also still the cutest. She is very cute. She's so snuggly. <laughs> um, okay. Should we get to a podcast? Yeah. We don't have any official business, right? No. Okay, today on the so. show, so much crazy sports stuff happened. Uh, uh, there was a coach fight, a fight between two coaches. Uh, Justin Herbert got a haircut. Um, but we're not going to talk about literally any of that because this is a batch, Bachelorette Update podcast. And that was 
that's a drum roll and it might yep. sound like something's wrong with your audio. You're okay. It's a, just a drum roll. <laughs> Everything's fine. Get out from under the table. Um, we're just talking about Bachelorette because there's been three episodes of The Bachelorette since we last gave you an update. Now, it's possible that we would like to hold on to that third one, the one that aired Tuesday night of this week, to talk about so that we have something to talk about on Monday. Is that right? Am I doing that right? Yes. Yeah. So that we don't screw ourselves for the next one. So we might only cover two, but I mean, I've only watched one, so I'm bringing all the same amount of skills to the table either way. We'll see where we can get to. Uh, but don't tell us that we missed an episode. We know. We just might be holding it back. Anyway, uh, let's talk about The Bachelor. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, and now it's time to head on over to Ashley Brayband. And you know what? We're going to invite Travis as well. Yeah. This is just the whole podcast. So to make him wait and then let him talk at the end would really just be burying the lead, wouldn't it, Travis? So let's head on over to all three of us, but mostly run by, moderated, proctored by Ashley Brayband for your Bachelorette update. Doodly-doo. Hi, I'm Ashley Brayband here with your ba- hi, your Bachelorette update. Okay, guys, strap in. Oh, so, well, the, la- the, the first episode that we missed aired on November 5th, which was several Thursdays ago. And if you remember, the last time we saw Claire and her contestants, they had had the roast and everybody was like making fun of Dale and like Claire got really mad that they were like attacking her boyfriend. And didn't give out a group date rose. And then like all the guys started to revolt. Mm. Right? That's where we left off. Mm-hmm. So. Wait. Wh- can we tell everybody? I watched this episode with Ashley. The one, the one we're, we're about, about to talk, talk about. about. Yes. I watched you, it, it with her. And so I was. We did? Yeah. On I Monday. I to let them know. Okay. Oh. I was proud of myself because I've never done that. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm very excited to hear your thoughts. You have already, but I'll repeat them. Well, especially because I had was a little in my cups, as they say, as we watched. So I'm like a little foggy on some things. In your cups. Yeah. So uh, it was uh, inebriated. That's a different phrase for it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I certainly would like to hear you weigh in. So okay. we get Chris Harrison, who sits down with Claire and mm. is like, Claire, the path we're on, we can't continue. Like, <laughs> you're disrespecting these guys. You're clearly not paying as much attention to them and they all know it. They're not dumb. They see what's happening. And Claire breaks down and she's like, I'm so obsessed with Dale. He's the only one for me. And she admits that like in the interim between when they had released the men's bios and they started filming, she like checked out everybody on social media and she was like feeling Dale's vibes, you know, but she insists that they never spoke or communicated in any way. She says, on my whoever in her life has passed grave. Yeah, on my dad's on my dad's grave. I can't remember if it was her mom or her dad, but she said on my dad's grave we didn't talk. Yeah. So she they're very adamant. They're mm-hmm. very, very adamant. Mm-hmm. But he's like, is there anyone else? And she's like, no, it's just Dale. So here's what she does. She cancels the role ceremony that's supposed to be that night. Okay. And instead has a one-on-one with Dale where they sit down and like have dinner. Like Chris Harrison, pull, he like comes in to say the rose ceremony is canceled. Dale, can you come with me? And then Dale just doesn't come back for hours. And the guys are like, where did he go? What's happening? Mm. So they have this incredibly awkward dinner where I don't really feel like they discussed anything really, but she's just trying to like see if he feels as strong about her as she feels about him. And like, spoiler alert, the answer is no, but I don't think she realizes that. And then they have an overnight an overnight date. Oh, Travis, sweet. Did you did you catch when they came back from break the shot of the uh, bird flying around? Like it looked like a bird. I, I put in my note, nice birds in the bees shot. We get it, ABC. Oh, they have the oh. so they that is uh, that is a repeatable thing that they do. I would do that every time. Picked up on that. That's yeah. They 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 really hammer that home after mm. overnight dates, mm. which as a new Bachelorette fan or Bachelor fan, you may not know, but it's like guys, we get we get it. They, well, she, um, she, said when, she said when the camera turned off, he was even better. We get it, Claire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, what do you think Travis would have done during the windmill season or whatever that was? Oh, he would have been like, the- guys, we get it six times. We get it. <laughs> um, okay, so this happened. I feel like we covered this, but this happened. 
So they go to dinner. So they go to dinner, they go in the overnight. Oh, and birds in the you said you don't know what they're talking about. I, be- I bet you Claire said, her name's Claire, right? Yeah. She said uh, uh, something about showing up at least three times in that yeah. conversation. Yeah. All she talks about is some of the over. Claire yep. watch. I got to find out what rom-com that phrase is used in. Cause I bet the key to Claire is hidden in that movie that she found something in it. She connected with it. And then she's like, this is what I'm looking for. And then she projects it onto Dale. And I feel bad for all involved. Go ahead. So when they wake up, Claire decides that's all the clarity, the clarity she needs. It might be Grey's anatomy. Sorry. Go ahead. And she dumps everybody else. She like goes to the other guys and she's like, guys, what I came here for, I think I found, and it's with Dale. And like the guys are annoyed, but like they kind of knew it was coming, but they're also confused because like we went through so much bull smurf to like be here and go through this. Like, are you going to apologize? She's like, apologize for what? Like, I will apologize if you think I wasted your time, but I won't apologize for love. Girl. Nice. Snap. Sure. Yeah. So- they're like, all right, cool. Well, she, she's- I'm telling you, she heard a crescendo of music when she gave that speech. She heard the like, this is my moment. I am Kate Hudson. That's, yes. I feel like every time she talks, yes. it's like she thinks it's, she's trying to relive yes. her, like, the like thing that made her famous. She's a person who probably has like a, a briefcase that says hashtag girl boss on it. Like she just finds things that other people say and then is like, this, yes, this represents me. Like I'm acting out what everyone else is supposed to do. You know, that's not how the world just be a person. Sorry, go ahead. That's okay. So they, that ends and she does a lot of like walking around slowly, like contemplatively as we see Chris Harrison, then go talk to Dale. And he's like, Go ahead. Did Claire ever play sports? I have two thoughts. Did Claire ever play sports? I don't think so. Okay, so I'm pretty comfortable saying she's got a great. She's got a great set. I don't know. How, what's the nonsense? Oh, because she's not an athlete. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, we can objectify her. I'm just kind of give her a compliment. I noticed them. I feel like she wears sweaters that make. She just is, has a lovely f- frame. I don't know what's the right way to say this compliment. I'm trying her. Build. She looks. But I don't know her. That's natural build. That's good for her. Just good. That's I think what I'm trying to say. Good for Claire in that department. (laughs) Good. Good job. In the lingerie department. Natural. I don't know. Good. You good. You're good there. You're good. Yes, to you. Good. Um, and then the other thing I was going to say is that there's too much Chris Harrison this season. Oh, I yeah. love this more than Chris Harrison. Chris mm-hmm. Harrison's getting a lot of camera time in the early round games. Like he's normally just a champion. Like you just see him in the championship game. We're seeing a lot of Chris Harrison, and oh, yeah. uh, and I don't like it. I'd like to just put that on the record. I don't. Funny you say that now. There's a an episode we probably won't get to where it's even more. So yeah, he's just there a lot. He feels like part of the team, and you're like, you're not supposed to be. You're supposed to be here to just make sure that we don't all just have sex with each other. Well, it's not his fault, as he said that Claire blew up the Bachelorette. So he's well, got that's exactly what Chris Harrison wants you to think. You're buying into him, and it's okay. Sorry, Ashley. Get, please move us forward. So Chris Harrison talks to Dale. And he updates him. He's like, listen, I need you to know Claire dumped everybody else. She only wants to focus on you. And, and Dale terrified. Just is like ghost, like complete no emotion in his face. Like he has no idea what's happening. Marion eyebrow moves. He doesn't even is- raise no wrinkle forms on his face. He doesn't even like react at all to the news. It's very weird. Because this is episode four. Yeah. So if they genuinely didn't talk. They've known each other for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure I understand, like, I, I would like to dive in on this a little bit, but like Chris Harrison basically says, like, gives Dale an ultimatum and is like, if you want to keep getting to know this woman, you have to propose today or that's it. And you're Which like, wait, why? Doesn't make logical sense because you're leaving the show. So it's like, that's what I think the bachelor produce, Bachelorette producers are so good at is that they genuinely, my jaw like freezes when I try to say it. <laughs> Very creepy. Uh, they, they know that if they create this world, it's hard for you to see that all of it doesn't matter. So it's like, yeah. 
he he gave him two choices, but there was a third he could have just taken. But when you make somebody think that there's only two, then he's like, well, I don't want to never talk to her again. I guess I'll propose. You also have to keep in mind that these guys who signed up for this show, assuming that it was going to be weeks long and whatever it is, I think there are a lot of guys you could argue that get into it that aren't necessarily looking for love. They're just kind of what? trying to be on TV. They're not there for the right reason. I know it's so... hard to fathom. I know, but... We acknowledge it when they say things like, I, initially, I wasn't really here for love, but I actually fell in love with her. We're all okay with that because it still ties it up in a fancy bow. But we don't want to, we're uncomfortable because it kind of blows up the world to consider the guys who are there to be on TV and maybe will fall in love, but are definitely going to need some time. And so if Dale is either of those, you're still in the, I'm just here to be on TV mode. You are new to being on TV. You're not used to it yet. So in week four, you don't want to immediately be a bad guy on TV. And you're worried that being like, she likes me so much. All I have to do is propose. I've seen people go before me and the proposals aren't like legally binding. So I should probably just propose and then I can talk to her about it. And then we can probably break up. Like if that's, if you want to be seen as the good guy on TV, that's what you're going to do. You're not going to be like, then I'm just going to say, I don't, I'm not ready to propose to somebody yet. I've only known her for a few weeks. Yeah. That's what's weird is that she's so adamant that they didn't talk, but it's like she doesn't realize that's that makes it weirder. I'd rather them have talked because then I'm like, oh, I get it. They know each other. They're dating. This isn't weird. But it actually makes me uncomfortable when she says, I swore on my father's grave we never spoke because it's like, well, then how is this? He doesn't seem to be on the same page as you. No. And, and her takeaway was that they are on the same page. She's it's, like, yeah, it's, it's mutual. It's how? It's not. I don't know. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's just how he shows emotion. Maybe he's just not a person that really is open about what he's feeling and she can read something in him that I can't. I just know as a viewer watching it, I was like, she's kind of bullying this Got like strong arming him into proposing. Not just her. her. Like the show is. Yes. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yes. It made it sound like she was saying, like, I love you. And when he was, it was more like, he was like, I, I love, could love you. It was like, I, I love, could like, I love you. the idea of like you, but I don't know how ABC and people, Blake blatantly messaged her and is still like on the show and didn't get kicked off. So, like, even if Dale did, like, he just was better at it than you, Blake. But I think people would have been receptive to it. I actually yeah. think we would have been more believing of all right. of this, like you and said. I would, and I would be like, oh, it's funny because Dale doesn't really look like he likes her, but they know each other better than I do. So who am I to judge? With this, I'm like, I don't know that Claire knows Dale better than I do. I feel like, <laughs> oh, we kind of know the same Dale. She just really, really, really wants Dale to be the guy. And maybe he is, but you got to find out first. So, I mean, so, spoiler, they get engaged. They FaceTime Neil Lane because we cannot have a proposal without Neil Lane around. And he proposes, and it's so awkward. I hate it. I really hate it. And they, like, shoot, like, we see them later, like, a selfie, like, in their kitchen. And she's like, woo. Like, all it just, the whole thing is so cringe. That part, let's not blow past that. They're, like, filming themselves (laughs) while they're cooking. And like she is – I'm doing a thing where I mix it up with something else I've watched recently. But like she was make like chopping up vegetables or something. Is that what was happening? And he was like filming from like a selfie stick looking at the two of them. Mm -hmm. And it just felt like they were saying things they've seen people say in – like here we are. Hey. I I put in my phone, oh my god, Dale, stop, quote. What are you doing, Mama? And then I put going to throw That's up. That's what it was. That's what it was. Like, what are you doing, Mama? Deal. And it was like blah 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 blah. It was very performative. It didn't like it at all. I'm very uncomfortable. So that's how they wrap up, and then they're gone. Not for long enough. But who's coming out the pool? Oh my God! The pool. I know. <laughs> my goodness. So Tasha, the limo pulls up. Can we go back to the pool thing for a moment? No, because it's I not have, in the it's no, in the no, next no. episode. I have next a comment episode. though about just you can tell that she's like trying to hold her nose. You can tell that the producers made her do that because she's holding her nose like she's not wanting to like do That's that funny. shot. That's funny, but it would have been funnier when we talk about the pool shot in about thirty <laughs> seconds. <laughs> so there are sixteen guys left, and Chris Harrison basically says like, More "Okay, people. they're gone. They're engaged," and people are like weird it's been two weeks um but we are going to get a new bachelorette you guys can all decide if you're going to stay and meet her or not 
And we get a lot of shots of people like really thinking about it, like especially Blake and Jason, who like had real feelings for Claire. Like we also didn't mention the fact that they use the rest of the guys like a Greek chorus in that episode, where it's just like they keep cutting to these shots because they don't want it to just be like Chris Harrison goes to see Claire, Chris Harrison goes to see Dale. What a name, by the way, Dale. I didn't know we were still doing Dale. But like you so they kept putting in these shots of like whichever ones you just mentioned, Blake and Connor, Jason, whoever, all being like, but this isn't fair. But it's so they couldn't possibly even know each other well enough to love. I love Claire. And it's like, (laughs) what's happening, boys? Let's keep it together. But like, they keep showing these shots of these guys. And it's just like, I just don't understand. Are we supposed to believe that they all already feel as strong as we don't even believe Dale feels? That they're really that broken up that two weeks in, they're like, you're still going to be on this television show you came here to be on. It's just you're vying for the affections of a different, vetted, beautiful, overqualified woman. Like, well, oh, well, I don't know. Let me check. Like, what could you possibly find wrong with this situation that you need to think about it? I would, I would guess that they are lamenting the fact that they don't like they don't know another one's coming and they're probably like so this was it this was my whole my big break to be on the bachelorette and get all those instagram followers and and tells them there's going to be another he does at the end yeah i'm saying i think that they then like the the cliffhanger of like will he is this guy going to show up or not was like Mm. of course he's going to show up he just got here two weeks ago and he wants to be on tv you don't pack a bag for that long and then not stay yeah so they all stay yeah, shocking. <laughs> Everybody stays because they just want to date a hot lady on TV. Especially one who gives them the time of day. Like, it couldn't have been worse than it was with Claire, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest. The worst possible experience if there, if there were good experiences on The Bachelorette. So I think we should take a break, do an ad before we get to the next episode. Yeah, let's stick to two this, this week. Yeah, because we're we're we'll running out of time a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and I haven't seen this one, so I'm gonna have a lot of questions. But okay. you're right, Ashley. We should talk about our sponsors. We love so much. Hi, I'm Ashley Bravant here with your Hi. bachelor. Oh, Hi, I miss. I, was, I almost got I'm totally thrown off. Um, okay, so this is the episode that aired on November 10th. We start with Taisha. She hasn't seen the guys yet. So we see her like come into the room where all the 16 remaining contestants are waiting and says hello. And like everybody's faces just like light up, jaws hit the floor. If you guys haven't seen photos or pool videos of Taisha, she's like perfect. She's stunning. So, but back to Katie's point though, like they act like they, like, ABC was going to bring in like just some random girl off the street. Obviously, it's going to be a beautiful woman that you want to be because you're about to vie for her affections. That's right. So, I think part of my biggest takeaway from this episode to like kind of work backwards is just my God, it is so much better with Taisha than it ever was with Claire. Her energy, her ability to like speak sentences like a normal person, her ability to listen and like not constantly make everything about herself. Like her feelings and other people's feelings, I imagine. I don't get a lot of that from Claire where it's like, did you watch the same interaction I watched? Like you took away from it something completely different. Yeah. She like asks them questions about themselves and you're like, oh, you're getting to know this, this person. That's different i like i like that argue that claire didn't break the bachelorette she fixed it because she made us all grateful for or like find love Mm. in moments that normally we'd be like this is so dumb yeah like claire was so bad at it that we're all like look at taisha finding real love when really it's still probably a bunch of bull smurfs sorry go ahead yeah so we see her like start to talk to people and they're all like instantly more likable like they're less fake than the men were who were talking to Claire. Like all of that felt very like not stand the men who talked to Claire. Yeah. So now we're I'm like, these men are more likable too. And I'm like, Oh, this is great. Then Chris Harrison comes and is like, uh, ruin it. Everything's about to change. Oh, and so, and- the, the, the canary in the coal mine. When you see him, you're like, what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> so another limo comes up with four new guys, which I kind of thought it was going to be more than that, to be honest. But it was only four new guys, which begs the question, from whence did they come? <laughs> I was going to correct because you know I hate the use of begs the question, but I'm going to allow it because of the use of <laughs> Are these guys just like on stand? 
were they at the hotel this whole time? Or like, did they pre did they quarantine for as long as Tasha did? Uh, I can take this one. I think they work at the La Quinta. <laughs> Only hot boys are allowed to work at the La Quinta. I know I'm a frequent flyer or whatever. So it yeah, it's uh it's those are just the pool boys. I mean they must i really think like because of covid they probably had like backups ready to go oh. somewhere there's a house, somewhere less fancy than a la quinta there's a house of just it's like the practice squad where they just have to wait and like nobody has thought to put a camera in it to film to make a separate reality show but i would love to watch it of just mm. men on standby for maybe any show i bet it's not bachelorette it would just be <laughs> Oh, no, he has to leave real world. Like, what are, what are you? Go ahead, Steve, you're up. And it's like, okay. I That's really that. funny. The reality yeah. B team. I love yeah. that so much. So of the, I still at this point don't really know everybody's names because Me we never either. really got to know them. But there are two guys that come yeah. with the new batch um, that appear to be memorable going forward. And that's Spencer and Noah. Noah is... Peter is another. Peter is another one, and then I think Montel. Yeah, but I don't. Do, I couldn't tell you a thing about Peter. Is he the one from yeah. Massachusetts? Is he from Framingham? That was the I only thing that I was like. Yeah, that's the only thing I was like. Oh, I should say that to Katie. Yeah, somebody's from Framingham. Somebody else from Milford. I'm like, oh, lots, of, lots of mass holes here. Squad house in mass? Is it in like Southie? Where? Uh, who's the one from Framingham? What's his name? I, I think Peter. But you're right. There's two that are like memorable, and two that are just kind of like, there. villains. Peter. Yeah, he's 32, and he's from Framingham. I should know this person. I- <laughs> are you Facebook friends with him? No. Peter is a real life Greek Adonis. Do they write these themselves? I doubt that very much. I don't he think they know how to write. He lives in Framingham. Oh, my mistake. No, I'm saying I'm. I said maybe. I don't know. He's a skilled Greek dancer who's traveled the U.S performing at greek events i had two there i knew two girls that were dancers that were greek they could be related can you please dive into this um and let us know yeah oh you think i'm not going to (laughs) (laughs) so noah is a youngish guy like i think he's 25 26 um and his whole thing is he has a mustache and it's not yeah it's not a joke mustache it's it's a for real mustache it, it looks like he uh was like a captain on a lacrosse team. Like the whole team grew up mustaches and it, it's filled in. And he's what? just kept it since then. He's related to the girls that I knew. No way. I don't really remember their last names, but that last name looks familiar. Sorry, right, you go ahead. You keep looking. <laughs> Spencer is like a very classically handsome white guy, I would say. And like Tasha's like, he's hot. And he gets the first impression, Rose, even though he kind of like rubs the other guys the wrong way. They're very divided over like the old dudes in the house and these new four people. Travis, yes, go ahead. So so do you think, so Spencer comes in and I think that the producers basically said, we need you to say this. And he's like, which one of you guys scared Claire away? And so they're all like ready to jump him. And I think the producers made him say it. I, th- I mean, here's here's my takeaway is that there's going to be like a rotating villain every episode because there's not like we already got rid of like Yosef, you know, yeah. like the big bad, like these other guys are all fairly normal. So we're going to have a rotating villain. And so in this episode, it's Spencer. Yes. Um, he gets the first impression rose. Uh, the group date is pool basketball, but for some reason they call it splash ball. Yeah, I was um, very upset with that. Yeah. I don't know why. What's that? That's I don't funny. I don't know why. This is where we see like the live Taisha coming out of the pool um in the red bikini and it's something you can rewind if you choose to do that. Um there there's been a lot of they put the guys like all the guys in tiny speedos to play pool basketball splash ball which and I just feel like we really need to work on less of that. Like less less of the toxic masculinity. Nice. It's it gets really bad. Can they it's not like, play they basketball in Switzerland? I, I don't, it's like they're doing it for no reason. It's if, again, if we are doing this to women contestants, it would be like, you can't do that. Don't put them in string bikinis just 
for no reason. Like it's all very silly. Um, so it, they are very bad at basketball. And I didn't realize like how, because I watch professional sports, how hard it is to watch people be bad at sports, but you're like, this is not easy to watch. It's not fun. Where you're good. Yeah. It's like the final score is like four to two. And you're like, what? So sorry, three to two. It was at one point, Riley and Spencer like go for a rebound, which you don't like if the ball goes out of the pool, you're just like, someone get the ball. Like you're not fighting over rebounds, but like Spencer ends up getting a bloody lip and like Riley and Spencer just have this like drama. Now Uh, they, the winners get to spend more time with her at a barbecue that we don't really see. Um, Easy gets the group date rose, which made me happy because I like him. Um, and then Jason, who was the guy that went on that one-on-one with Claire and like they wrote the letters to the younger selves, he decides he's still hung up on Claire. He was in love with her and he can't get over it. So he sends himself home. And Tasha's like, oh, I've been having so much fun. I didn't really stop to think that like I could be somebody's like sloppy seconds. I don't want to be a second choice, um, which I get. But also Tasha is like very awesome. Can we go back to the losers though? I think. I, they said the losers go back to the rooms, but there was a shot and they were all there. Did you pick up on that? No, I didn't. Yeah. Sorry. The, the oh, I also forgot the whole lunch meat thing. Oh, ew. Can we skip it? What is it? <laughs> right. Like they kind of, they, at the cocktail party, they confront Spencer about coming off as a Smurf. And Riley's like, I got a name for guys like you. You're lunch meat. Like I grew up I, with not a lot and I had a fried bologna sandwich every day and that's you, your lunch meat. What does that mean? I'm Why, not, what did that have to do with him growing up with not a lot? Why did he bring that up? I'm, I don't know. If he's saying that he loved him. it, then does that mean he loves him? I don't, I don't, I don't fried know if it's just like cheap day. and boring. Oh boy. What do we have here? We have a young boy. Say Travis, I'll give you $3. I can't hear. You can't hear anyone. Give him the headphones. Do, I am. Can you do me a favor? Can you say Katie Olin? Katie Olin? Oh can you say Travis Rockhold? Travis Rockhold? Oh, that's so worth it, Travis. You've got to yes. give him $3. I'll give right? him $4. Um, I want you to be Myrtle. You want me to be Myrtle? No. Bring Myrtle? To bring yeah, Myrtle over to the house? Yeah, and it comes too. Okay, is he telling you to Yeah, both of them. Okay, you want me to bring Dan and Myrtle to your house? Okay, I'll, I can do that. I'll ask them, and we'll come over. Will you eat green beans if we do? You got to say yes. It's an audio medium. Yes. Yes. Okay. As if that's a promise that you'll eat your green beans, then I can bring over Dan and Myrtle. Ooh. Do you want to show them your project? Hold it up so they can see. What are you working on? What is, is that? Pizza. Is that that looks delicious, Austin. He nodded yes for everybody listening at home. You I can't lo- have it because it's a project. Oh, I can't have it. But if I could have it, what's on top of it? Cheese and pepperoni. You like pepperoni? Me too. And cheese. And cheese. I like cheese the most. Hey, can we do I one other? Too. Can we Thanks. do one other? A quick, a quick other thing. Can you say, congrats? No, no, don't touch that. Can you say? Congratulations, Camille. Congratulations, Camille. Good. Really good, bud. It was really, really good. good. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go eat your pizza because your mom has to tell me about a terrible television show that we watch. I love you a lot. See. Deuces. Deuces. Deuces, bud. Have a good day. I love you. I'll be down in a minute, okay? Oh, thanks, honey. <laughs> oh, God. He blew me tiny little kiffin. Didn't tell him exactly what to say. I mean, did Steve tell me? My headphones came unplugged. And this is why you listen to this podcast. This is why you love it. Okay, sorry. Can you tell him exactly what to say? Uh, He said said deuces. He was like, say deuces. No, no, no. When he said, uh, can you bring Myrtle and Dan? (laughs) I was like, all right. Yeah, Steve. Uh, All right, Ashley. Sorry. Go ahead. That was very unprofessional. That's fun. Uh, where were we? Where were we? Where were we? Blah blah blah. Lunch, lunch meat. meat. Yeah. Okay. So lunch meat. Uh, Jason goes home. She said she goes on a one-on-one date with Brendan, who they bonded because he was he was wearing a turtleneck when he first met her, and he was like, "I'm over here. I'm the guy in a turtleneck." And I was like, "Oh, that's 
if you're making fun of yourself, why did you wear it? Um, also, rest in the most peace to Jay and his turtlenecks. They have, so their one-on-one day is they're like riding horses around the hotel um, grounds. And there's an extended bit with Chris Harrison where he keeps popping up Fun. to like offer them like lemonade and like ice cream and like ran- and you're like and it's just like too much about me. Don't forget about me. Please include me. Let me yeah. sell you lemonade. It was really not great. And then they go to a pool because there's nothing else to do. You're at a hotel, um, but they actually like when they had dinner. It was really cute. They both bond. They both got married at a young age and have been divorced and they have like a very genuine and real connection, like talking about that and like Mm. the feelings that have come with it and like the shame that's associated with it and like the fear of not finding somebody else. And I was like, Oh, they are, they have an actual, I believe in this relationship more than I ever believed in Clarendale. Travis. Did it surprise you by Brennan? This whole season has been like very, just like not a part of the show really. I had no idea who he was. Yeah. And now all of a sudden there's like this, like, he came out of nowhere, like kudos yeah, to him. Yeah, same with Ivan. I was like, "Who are you?" Like, we're really getting to know these people now, which is great. But I think Tasha really likes though. him. Yeah, it's uh, she's infinitely better. She really likes him. She's like, "Oh, he's everything." Um, oh, also, this is horrible. In the middle of the episode, we're forced to check in with Claire and Dale nope. again. That's uh, It was so bad. It was so bad, and they. Like Chris Harrison just questions. He's them like, again. look, they're like, happy. We promise. We promise they're in love. Love is real. Love and yeah, but he's like, real. he's like, were you guys lying? Were you guys lying? Honestly, and they're they keep saying no. At one point, he's like, so what comes next? And like, you can tell Dale's about baby. to be like, yeah. Did you see that part? <laughs> no, I was making it up. No, that's what she said. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's exactly what she said. What did she say? Dale was like about Dale was talking and he was about to be like, well, you know, we, and she's like, babies, <laughs> babies, oh, babies, God. babies. And you're like, oh. wow, I'm upset. I'm like, really sad. we shouldn't be watching this. This they're is really bad. Break up. It's bad. Yeah. He needs to vocalize what he's feeling and he needs to do that really, really soon for the sake of a lot, potentially a lot of people. Yeah. She does not give him a chance to speak. Oh, so boy. yeah. So we'll save the, we'll save last night's episode for next week and that was your bachelorette update Diddly oh my god that was it you did it yeah we did it we gotta we go um yeah we do have to go because i'm about to have to sing and uh someone's about to be live on the radio what's wrong i picked it i'm very proud of it travis can you hit play and finally on this last segment of the john cast we have time for one more voicemail but before <laughs> we do that this podcast is also brought to you by simply safe I feel I may have signed myself up for something last week, so uh, bring the hammer down, Ashley. How am I telling people about Simply Safe? Creed's Higher. A song I thought I knew until I just tried to think how it starts, and I, uh, well, we're going to try it. Can, <laughs> Does he can do it? it? <laughs> Not yet. It's the intro. <laughs> we're Simply Safe. Home security, you can protect your home. All right, stop it. I will not be on stage on my own podcast. Stop the voicemail. If you I mean, know, you know. If you we should know. have had him. We should have had him do the Hawthorne read. It would have sounded better. <laughs> Shut up, Travis. If you know, you know. Shout out to John, as this is our second podcast of the week, which we said was supposed to be the John cast. I wanted you to know that John actually called and did the Creed ad read in its entirety in oh my, my God. voicemail. Oh, it made me so happy. Shout out to John. Shout out to the John cast. Really beautiful <laughs> stuff. Uh, so no question answer, which is good because we have to go. Uh, that is it for this week's second edition of sports. A little bonus content for you in your feeds with your best friend, Ashley. Uh, shout out to DraftKings, <laughs> Freshly, and Hawthorne. Hawthorne will probably not be coming back. So it was really nice to have you guys here. Thank you so much for stopping Dot by. Co. Uh, co. Hawthorne.co. And I did take the test and it was for my boyfriend and he's got a lot of really cool stuff coming. So you just go do it. Um, also shout out to the Mina Time Show featuring Lenny. Uh, Mina talks all things football every week with her unique brand of humor and insight. Do you really need me to tell you that again for the 55th time? So just go download and subscribe to Mina and her dog Lenny. Did we make, did Lenny make it through the layoffs? I don't, I don't know. But we'll find out together. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. She's also doing a live pod this week. Is that what you said? Tonight, maybe? 
Go look it up. I feel like it's Thursday. Um, also, big thanks to you guys for listening now and again later on a different streaming service or two. Ashley's two favorites are Spotify and Outcaster, which I think is a thing. Sorry? Is there something called Outcaster? I'm going to look it up. There is now. Business venture. Uh, Outcaster, where Austin says your name six times uh, every week and calls it a podcast. Um, You can always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which, by the way, we read and we love them. Like this four-star review from Rob is like that says, four-star pod now. I'll bump it up to five if Katie get bangs. Katie gets bangs. No! No, Rob! I'm doing it. doing it. No! doing it. You gotta no. tell me off this ledge. And Rob is like, get off the ledge. Just just jump. And so I'm gonna no. jump. Thank you so no. much, Rob. I've been looking for this. Thank you. I needed it. Uh also quick shout out to if you are an Apple Podcast user and your username is Lolo13419. I love you. I read your review today and I cried. And I'm not gonna read it here, but I just wanted to say thank you. And lastly, don't forget that you can always leave us a <laughs> what the hell was that? What was it? <laughs> Smurf. Leave a voicemail. Just, just delete it. I just cut that part out. It eight six zero. When does the word "us" have an "s" in it? Uh, eight six zero five zero six. I should do the number that way. Eight fix zero five zero fix five five seven one. Wow, what a blast! Uh, okay, say goodbye, Ashley. Deuces. <laughs> goodbye, Travis. See you later. I love you, mean it. Wait, Ashley was supposed to say see you later. Whatever. <laughs> see you later. Oh, don't. Cut before that. Cut before that. <laughs> that's, that's not in it. That's, that's not in it. No, that's not in it. <laughs>